I'm John Rutledge, a.k.a. Eggsy from Visionary Rap Group, the GLC. Lover of mystery, disciple of intrigue. I'm Mike Bubbins, comedian and qualified PE teacher, fan of fact, seeker of proof. We're on a quest to unexplain the most unexplainable mysteries. For we are the Unexplainers. Well, guess where we are, Mike? Ho, 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 Penteuch, Hey, exactly. Penteuch. I thought I'd give you a little birthday treat. It's not my birthday. And that's why it's a treat. Oh. I've brought you here now. I've, no, let me let me finish. Go on. This is why you brought me here, look. Because when I was a kid, my best friend's granddad had a sweet shop in Penteuch. We used to go there now and again. Yeah. The Penteuch holds a lot of happy memories for me. And it was you brought me back here, haven't you? To get me a big bag of sweets from the from old granddad's sweet shop. I was truly moved. John wanted to help me relive one of my favourite childhood memories. As we walked towards the best sweet shop ever, I could almost smell the army and navies. It was just here, it was just here, on the corner. Oh, it was just... It was just here. By there. It was there. It's not, it's not a sweet shop anymore. It sort of looks like a sweet shop, if the sweet shop looked like a bomb had hit it. It's gone. It's just a dump oh, now, isn't it? Long, John. It's a hellhole. Oh. Everything's changed. What's funny is it stinks, doesn't it? You wouldn't think a sweet shop Shut would smell Shut up, John! Like... That's what I imagine rotten human... I'm having trouble dealing with this! Rotten human flesh would smell like that, wouldn't it? I wonder if there's... Do you reckon there's a body inside? Well, that's not the birthday treat, Mike. The real reason I brought you here is because on the 26th of February, 2016, guess what happened? I don't care what happened. Well, the shop was still closed for a start, but a big spaceship oh, came out of the sky don't... and bang! Smashed oh, right into the local shut field. Shut up, John. Yeah. This is your birthday treat, Mike. Happy birthday to Michael. It's a tree. That's not even the right tune. That's another question we can ask later. Let's go and look for an alien corpse with some green jelly coming out of it. And if we touch the green jelly, it'll give us special powers and I'll be able to cook a pasty with my mind. Unexplainer's log. Internet users spoke of otherworldly craft, strange lights, and a huge booming sound that shook Penturk itself. A thick crust of mystery covered the area, and I could only dream some of the crusty bits would fall into my lap and even stick in Mike's moustache. Before we talk to people, mm. let's just look at the surrounding environment. Just looking around, we're going to get evidence, Mike. What's this? Well, it's all good villages, John. This has got a village notice board. Yeah, and this is where we're going to see something that could give us a clue. No, I think, right, if I was living in a small village, there'd been a huge UFO landing. I would have mentioned something about it on the village notice board. Exactly. And what we've got here is mature movers, gentle... which is a gentle functional exercise class for older persons. Oh, hang on a minute. 4th of April, an opportunity to experience Chinese culture. Say hello, ni hao to Mayo, Mao Quinn. Mao Quinn. Well, again, nothing really. Last time whoa, we said whoa, David's whoa, whoa. Day, whoa. 5th of Evans. September, what's that? Is it a bird? Or is it a sheep? Or is it a sheep? Mm. Speaker Eva Leslie does needled felting, turning a fluff of wool into a bird or a sheep. Shapeshifting, yeah. Mike. Not actually. Shapeshifting. No, not a real bird, a real sheep. Shapeshifters. Here we go. The PNW, the Penturk Neighbourhood Watch. Oh, yeah. Often wonder what your local neighbourhood watch does. Yeah. Wonder no more. Yeah. What we discuss. Anything and everything. Villagers raise. Stop wonder. right there. Anything and everything. Yeah, it says road safety, flying tipping, litter, dog fouling. Fly, uh, tipping. The involvement take of villagers in achieving your objectives. Fly, tipping. Take the T-I-double-P out of that. What have you got? Fly, flying, ing, flying. flying. Now, the word issues, take the letter S. The word dangers, take the letter A. The word communications, so. take the letter U. So. Then take the C from social. S then take so. the E from objectives. Uh. Then take the R from road. 
then take the S from organising, flying saucers. That's a code. That's how it works, is it? That's how the code works. Code of the eye, Mike. Well, so what if I took the B from neighbourhood, the E from does, mm. the R from wonder, you know, if you've got the next paragraph down, look, where it says to alert villagers quickly, yeah. take that K out, right. put that K into the B-E-R, mm. what do I make? Burke. Yeah. Because you're a Burke. That's right. Whilst John's inner Burke had been spelt out, his outer Burke wanted to hassle locals about UFOs. First stop, the local health and beauty shop. Try this shop, Mike. Well, this place smells amazing. Oh, it smells nice in here. Oh, nice. Hi, are you okay? Yeah, I'm John. This is Mike. Hello there. Pleased Hello. to meet you. I'm nice sorry about. You. Sorry about John. As you well know, an alien spaceship crashed here. Do you know much about that? Uh, no, I don't. She's shaking her head, there, John. <laughs> Do you live here? Um, I grew up in Pentic, but I live nearer into Cardiff now. And what, what are the hours of the shop? Ten till one, and then ten till six for the rest of the week. So it probably crashed after six when you would have left. Or, or didn't crash. But you can agree that the alien spaceship definitely crashed here. I can't confirm or deny anything, to be honest. Our first witness was offering nothing, her mind obviously clouded by the heady scent of lavender oil and Jojo Bar. I had to cut to the chase. Could you just say out loud, I did see it and it was amazing? I can't do that. Right, OK, wonderful. <laughs> Can I just ask a question which is sort of related to it in a way? Do you remember Old Grandad's Sweet Shop? I don't know. That's a bit far-fetched, Mike. Well, this would have been around 1976, so... Uh... Yeah, I wasn't born then, no. He gets carried away what? with flights of fancy. <laughs> but I imagine that, uh, it would have kept going until probably the late 70s. Yeah, I'm only 27. I think we can both agree, though, that the idea of a sweet shop here is outrageous. There was a sweet shop, John. That's just ridiculous. That did happen. Right, straight off the box, we've just come out of that shop. We've asked the question. Hmm. We've said, have you seen evidence of an alien spaceship to that woman, that one woman in that shop. Yeah. She said no. Yeah. And you can see straight away, that's a pattern forming there. And you can see the patterns there. I, I, and that's when one person stop denies. You there for one second, right? Yeah. One person saying mm -hmm. I didn't see anything yeah. is not a pattern. You'll notice you said, let me stop you for one second there. One person is not a pattern. You said one, and then you said one again. That's a pattern. The pattern of one. One person saying, no, I haven't seen anything, is not a pattern, John. Mm. You, you just said it again. One of these, so you said one four times. What? I literally have no idea what you're talking about, though. Exactly. And this is getting bigger, and I'm a bit worried. You are like a next-level idiot. You this really is... are. Do you understand what a pattern is? A pattern is like a shape that's nice, and that's a nice shape. John wanted his pattern to get even nicer, so naturally we headed to the nearest butchers. Hiya. Hiya, how are you doing, Mike? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. We're not here just to buy meat. An alien spaceship crashed here. Can you tell me everything you know about it? Well, I didn't see it. Right, OK. Time for the main event. John the UFO Rutledge versus Mike the Sweet Shop Bubbins. Paul, i got a question for you. Oh, um, here we go. Go on. Do you remember... The sweet Shop? There's a Sweet Shop in Pentur. Do you remember the Sweet Shop? No, I don't. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. As Mike's sweet shop nonsense curly-whirly into oblivion, my alien mystery was about to go starburst, because that's sweets as well. Well, Mike, hang on. This lady here, do you mind if we ask you a quick question? No. I've heard rumours that an alien spaceship crashed here. Have you got any recollection of this? I'm trying to garner some evidence here. I've never even heard of it. Exactly, exactly, right, exactly. Right, do you remember there used to be old Grandad's sweet shop? Yes. Yes, I, yes, I told you about the sweet shop. Have you given her money to sort of agree on this? No, I'm just saying this. Are <laughs> you two in on this somehow? No, we're not. Let's go look for some real evidence, yeah? You made-up sweet shop. I wanted to enjoy my sweet, sweet success, but John had changed. He'd become agitated, annoying. And by changed, I mean hadn't changed at all. 
Right, I've literally just had to drag Mike, Dan and I because there's something going on here. Mm. We've spoken to three or four people, right? The first shop we went in, mm. the what woman she, behind the counter denied She it. said she hadn't seen it, yeah. The guy in the butchers we spoke to, he denied it. He was a butcher, right? yeah. He yeah, said he hadn't seen it. The old woman we spoke to, yeah. she denied it. She said she hadn't seen it, yeah. That's what I call a pattern of three. But do you know what really pushed my buttons now? What? As we were recording just now, there was a yeah. man stood next to one of our recording experts. Yeah. And the man was stood near him and he said, what are you doing? Yeah. And he, he actually, said... He actually said, what, what is that? And he, he pointed to... And he to, pointed to the recording. Pointed to the Sound Lord's recording equipment. And then our, our Sound Lord said, that's recording equipment. And he said, that's too expensive for me. And he walked off. Got on his car, didn't Now, he? I don't know if we've recorded any of that, but that's the pattern of four. That's a classic manoeuvre by the MIBs, the men in black. You see? Two women and two men in brightly coloured clothes, disguising themselves beyond the level of being men in black to people in clothes. People in clothes. They're coming for us, Mike. They were people in clothes. That's the... PIC. PIC. We've got to hold this down. We've got to keep this locked. I'm not sure where the government employees are at that sort of covert level, dressing like fleeces and jeans, PIC. sensible shoes. People, and then that's get, what they want you to think. Courses. That's what they want you to think. PIC. Remember that. Everywhere you go, every second I of every day. I told you that. P exactly, exactly, because you're learning. Well done. It was time to climb the next rung on the ladder of truth. Checking it was properly secure, I knew we had to maintain three points of contact. Alien contact. Mike, I've got a little surprise for you, some experts. Good. I wanted to meet Emily and Gary, Mike. Hello, fellas. All right. How you doing? All right, good, Mike. Very nice. Yeah, good, good, good. John had set up a meeting with some UFO enthusiasts from Swansea. He described them as his close friends, but they seemed less convinced. Can you give me a rundown from the very beginning through to the end of the night? Well, there was quite a lot of activity and presence, military and Air Force, on Friday the 26th of February, I think it was. The military was making itself really well known, so, you know, there's like a lot of activity going on. We've met two primary witnesses, and they saw what they described as a huge object, a triangular shape, but up on end. And one side of the triangle, rather than being straight, was convex, like a pizza slice. No, I like a big pizza. 14-inch Italian stone bake. Four cheese. So when you, when you say the shape of pizza, how big? I mean, Well, if you want to talk pizza slices, you're talking about something the size of a football field. But up on end. Yeah, up on end, standing upwards. When these uh, witnesses saw it, you're not going to mistake it uh, for a helicopter or an aeroplane because it doesn't fit any description. Mm. I mean, unless there's a pizza-shaped plane going around here. Like. And just as some military aircraft appeared, a green object came off the top of it and headed off to the northwest towards Clantrissant. The light headed off or? The, the green object. Okay. The large object started going down near the ground and there was electricity arcing off it like lightning. And then just after that, the whole thing just disappeared. Hashtag beyond science. For a closer look, we headed to the spot the craft had been seen and I kept my eyes open for any hint of alien green slime that I could secretly lick. I'm not an expert in, in rural matters. I'm from, I'm from Barry. But this is a field, yes? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. a field, yeah. Just sheep. before anyone goes any further, a field is like a garden, but usually a bit bigger and just a bit more slugs and stuff. Yeah, thanks, thanks, John. Uh, that's OK. Well, so walking through the field now along the sort of tractor trails, sheep are looking at me quite inquisitively, as if to say, hey, there's a big dog in town. His name's Mike. We're going to back off. I feel like a teenage boy skiving school in the mid-'80s. We used to go up the woods looking for specialist magazines that had been dumped by the older guys. Model train magazines. Model train magazines, sort of stuff, stuff like that. This bog-standard field may have attracted John, the simplest life form in the known universe, but I failed to see what was on offer for intergalactic visitors. 
If it was an alien, why would you come to Enturk, you know? Unless, of course, you'll think the same thing I'm thinking, Lance. Old Grandad's sweet shop oh, in Oh, come Pinter. on, you can't just drop No, these. think of it, it's all, it's all coming together. Old Grandad's think of, sweet right. shop. This is just a theory I'm throwing out there. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm quite a cynical person. Yeah. But would you go to another galaxy for a curly-whirly? Emily, would you? Yeah, I would. Emily would. You go That's to, what so you go to another Exactly. Hang on, you, you go to another dimension for a fudge or a Twix. Right, just look at the sweets you can get. Flying saucers, those alien crisps, well, they call space invaders. we got Milky Way, Mars and Galaxy. Right? Milky Way, Mars and Galaxy. Coincidence? I mean, did you guys see anything from the people you interviewed that mentioned friendly old men with bags of sherbet during any of this time? No, Not quite. No. no, we didn't see men uh, with white bags of sweets, but we did see people walking around in these fields searching for things in white suits, so there was a, definitely a forensic team around you looking for something after the event. We didn't actually see them, the witnesses. Yeah, the witnesses. And they were in the fields doing fingertip searches through the grass. Look, and what they were looking for, we don't know, but it just seems a bit strange that... And they were know, here for a few days as well, because they were camping in the field behind us. And that. This just doesn't make any sense. And locals asked what they were doing, and conflicting reasons were coming up. One, that they were a team from Vodafone doing a survey. One was that they were a fracking survey. They were obviously army, because when they were challenged, uh, the young lad who they spoke to... Got um, shot. No, he didn't, wasn't shot. He said, oh, I'll have to check my commanding officer. Okay. okay, and Vodafone don't have commanding officers, no. I know that much. So they were obviously military. They were obviously intent on looking for something around it. I mean... Unless the commanding officer lost his car keys. We discounted that as a possibility. What do you actually think happened there? Do you have any theories of your own? From what we can gather, something weird did happen here, with the background of a military exercise as possibly an excuse, mm. you know, a cover. It's clearly something extra than a military, or something much more than a military exercise. So you're convinced something happened? There was definitely a craft. Maybe, I don't know what it was, but it was definitely hovering. It was definitely in the field, and this it, the military knew it was there, and they gave chase to it. You know, the green object that came off the top of the large object and went off to the northwest. There is one witness that has come forward to say that he saw the green object flying further away from where we are now, you know, in Clantrescent area. Hashtag extraordinaire. The mystery had deepened. I could see Mike was floundering in dangerous levels of intrigue. Back in the car, I needed to check Mike's skepticitis hadn't flared up. So, Mike, I want you to process what we've learned so far off the guys. Right. Lovely fellas. Obviously enjoy what they do. We got a statement by two witnesses that we haven't interviewed. Yeah. Didn't want to speak to us. If your friend... Give me a name of one of your mates. Just pick a random mate. Okay, Andy Landers. If Andy Landers said, John, you're never going to believe this, mate. Yesterday I was, I was in a field and I saw this enormous pizza slice um, and then the top of the pizza just flew off. Really fast. And then flopped over into a field uh, and there were army everywhere and there were people in paper suits. Yeah. And then you came and told me that the next day. Guess what Andy Landers told me? And then you recount the story to me. That doesn't mean that happened. That means Andy Landers said it happened. Do you see the difference? Yeah, but then if I told you if Andy Landers is actually a deputy head of a school in Birmingham, that clarifies it because you can trust a deputy head. My wife's a deputy head. And if she came to me and said, oh, Mike, I saw a giant pizza yesterday. It was 100 metres high. I'd say, Kelly, what are you talking about? I'd, I'd ask exactly the same question to Kelly because I think what she'd actually say, she'd say, I saw a giant triangle in the sky last night with arcing electricity underneath it, subsections that flew off, and military personnel surrounding the area. It was right. not a pizza. When there's something important, like a triangle attacking some people in a field, don't talk about pizzas willy-nilly. I'm not disputing whether or not 100-metre-high pizzas exist, right? I'm disputing whether or not things happen just because people say they happen. 
John was clearly confused by the difference between a primary witness and a primary school witness. I needed to find a responsible adult expert, a post-secondary school secondary witness. Hello. Hello, is that Stuart? Ah, oh, Mike, how are you? I'm very well, how are you? Very well, indeed, thank you. I'm, I'm with my friend John, my fellow investigator, and he's... Your he's got... fellow investigator sounds very, very, very serious. Oh, he's a very serious man, John. Highly <laughs> serious. Yes, he's, he's well, serious. I'm glad to hear that. Your credentials, Stuart, what is your background? Oh, God, um, well, I mean, I was for 20 years in uh, the British Army, in uh, the Royal Tank Regiment. I came out of the Army 20 years ago, 18 years ago, okay. in the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. Oh, and since then, I've been working up here really as a, a political commentator, mainly on... Um, well, this is perfect. We've got this investigation near the Penturk area, which is just north of Cardiff. Yeah. Well, uh, to be honest, I've done a little bit of background research on this, and I think the incident that you're referring to occurred at the same time as an exercise called Exercise Chameleon was taking place. Right. Chameleon. Exercise Chameleon is not a one-off. It's, it's an, a biannual exercise which involves the RAF, the Army, and sometimes the Navy. Okay. Air, land and sea, yeah, and, but there's quite a lot of activities seem to take place, but there's air activity with fixed-wing aircraft and helicopters, and they can also include things like parachute jumps uh, and abseiling down from helicopters, sometimes involving special forces, and all this is open-source stuff. So these things do go on, and they, and they do happen in areas where people live. There's this element of a, a triangular craft... And... Oh, yes, with green light comes out and goes to the top and all that sort of stuff. I am not the sort of person that would dismiss any sort of thoughts or allegations of flying machines out of hand because I think that, um, you know, quoting the great Donald Rumsfeld, there's things that we know, we know, mm. things that we know, we don't know, and then there are things that we don't know, we don't know. The famous unknown unknowns. Strong. Things about, things about which we don't even know which question to ask. So you can't dismiss those things out of hand. On the other hand, most things have a rational explanation, although sometimes we don't actually, we don't understand what that rational ex explanation is because we don't really quite understand what the activity is. There are people who swear blind by what they saw. Yeah. And, you know, the question is, why would they make it up? Exactly. So, you know, they, they are reporting what they saw and have interpreted it in the way that they've interpreted it. And who am I to say that they're wrong or barking mad? Stuart had blown John's mind, resulting in him barricading himself in a hide he constructed in my dining room. After several awkward family dinners, I managed to coax John out of the house with the promise of driving him back to Penturk, and just this once, I'd let him sit in the front. What I want to do now is what I call cruising, scanning or purveying. So right now we're going to scan, cruise and purvey the area. Right, well at the moment we're going through a single track lane, you know, moorland, both sides of us. For miles. Rolling hills. Yeah, but we're just going to use all our six senses now, all rolled into one big ball. And well, I want you to get a feeling what of the, the six, area. What are the six senses? Eyeballs, smelling, hearing, touching, right. yeah. talking, mind. Okay. Use all of them and suck it all in and breathe. To be honest, mate, I wasn't waiting for you to give me permission to breathe. I've been breathing since 1972. The giant triangle might have disappeared, but what about the green object that flew north? Question, if you were a green, where would you go? Answer, upper woods. Something's happening. That's the signal. Did you hear it? Yeah, that's what he said, though. That was not of this world. In order to not communicate with this not-alien in these woods near Llantrisant, not Penturk, John had bought with him some not-high-tech radio equipment. Breaker, breaker, this is Rubber Duck. I'm just using the interview. Here we go. No, listen, listen. Morse code. Something's happening, Mike. 
That's I'm more blown away by the fact that this has actually worked. So how's this work then? Is it we scanning now? We different right. frequencies. So what this will do is when you get near to an intelligence. Oh, never mind that. Just tell me how it actually works. Okay, so when the intelligence sends a message. Right, shut up, I'll Google it, that's fine. That's like, do you know how water works? No, but you know it exists. Just do I know how water works? Exactly. No one knows the mystery of water, but we all know that it goes down nicely in tea. So let's go over the fence and follow the signal. Somewhere deep in these woods were answers. Some answers would be disguised as trees, others as medium to large birds. With every bit of nature we saw, I knew we were getting closer to the truth. There's a tiny little robin in the water. It's very Where? still, just down there. If you look across the other side of the water. Oh, I can bank, see a little robin redbreast. It's a robin having a little wash there. A little wash. Washing away the memories of that craft coming down that night. Scared to hunt worms now in case it comes back out the sky and burns his nest the way it did on that cold winter's night. Just alone now, just him and his memories. The only other living thing to see that craft. Right. Look at these fungus. What have I got in common with that on there, that toadstool? That toadstool. What have I got in common with it? What have you got in common with that fungal toadstool? I'm a fungi. Good, good. That's good. Thank you. Soon our cross-country trek turned less fun, and it hadn't been much fun to start with. It's pretty steep. It's very steep. Oh, God. Ah, something this going is... on my face. Something going on my face again. Low-lying trees just flicking into your face. This is precarious now, John. The field just drops away into the bracken and the... This is where the hike begins, Mike. What? Just you and me now. Come on. A lot of uh, fallen rocks. Just lower yourself down. I knew it would take a lot... Nearly lost oh, it. Please break Hang his on. leg. Please break his leg. I just want you to know, John, that we're a team, and if you should lose your foot and break your leg, I mean, I have got stuff to do tonight, but I will leave you here and go and get help at some point this week. Thanks. So tomorrow or the next day, I'll phone 999 for you. After hours of trudging through the dense woodland, the only truth we discovered was we were completely lost. This is fine, this is the way. It's not, it's not the way to anywhere, is it? Where, where's it the way to? It's the way to our destinies, Mike. Never mind your destiny, we walked for two and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Look, the idea is we're supposed to go past the same tree three or four times. I'm not. It's just a bit further. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is the hey, way. Hey, look at this though, John. Whoa, what the hell is this? Well, that's some big sort of pit in the ground. I don't know what it is. It's a giant. Then there's Like a crater, like trees. Something, something landed here. Oh, shut up a minute. And then surrounded by just rocky outcrop. It's like a gorge here, like a steep-sided gorge. Look around you, look at the trees there. I mean, this is like otherworldly. This was undoubtedly a special place, and I could almost feel its throbbing alienness. Even simple non-believer Mike was being affected by this hot spot of intrigueness. Every rock now is covered in strange different mosses. All the trees are covered in strange funguses I've never seen before. And then suddenly there's like a sheer, almost like a cliff face. My God, it's gotta be 50 feet high. I couldn't explain it, it was unexplainable, but something about this place made me feel uneasy. And for once, it wasn't John. It's just so eerie here, Mike. Mm. And there's just a sort of silence that descends. There's nothing, you can't hear the birds, you can't hear anything, there's no animal sound, it's so strange. I can hear birds and the river. You can't hear the river. Yeah, no, I guess I can hear the river. And the silence is almost deafening the way there's just strange how the, everything just stopped. Right, see if, you, see if you can do this. Mm. Don't talk for five seconds, go. One. No, you're two. talking. Don't count in. Don't count to five. In your head, count to five and say nothing for five seconds, yeah, go. For five seconds. Don't speak. Just don't speak for five seconds. Just take in the beauty of the place. Just go. 
for five seconds. Oh, God. And I'll just think, and it's five seconds. Just say nothing and for five seconds. My brain is still talking. You're doing it now, John. Shut up. My brain is still enjoy talking. Enjoy the silence, John. I can hear the voices. Shut in. up. Just enjoy the silence of the place. And I can hear them. Just shut up for five seconds in the day. That's all I'm asking you. One. From, don't say one, two. Just don't say anything. Two. Oh, my God. Three. If I was your mother, you'd be in trouble. If you were my mother, I'd shave that moustache off straight away. Suddenly, I spotted something on the rocky cliff. Had my inner alien discovery homing device, or ADHD, finally found a massive clodge of indisputable evidence? Mike! I'm stood right, now, I'm right next to you. Mike! I'm stood right next Mike. to you. Mike! Follow me, Mike! Stop shouting in my ear. The new awakening, Mike! Look, look, this is it. This is the point of the journey, this. Come up here. Right. This is right. the reason Things are coming oh, are from other worlds. What? What are you seeing? I wouldn't mind seeing something after oh two... Oh, my. Look at this. Three hours. Oh. Oh, God, that's quite horrible. Oh. It's all green. It's like covered in a green... That's actually pretty weird, mate. Look at that. Look at it. I don't want to touch it. It's got holes in it. Right, for the people listening on the radio, John, because it's a radio show, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're at the side of the sort of outcrop and into the rock carved in, like... Like an Ogham script, and then these weird faces, like aliens. Look, there's a Look whole... Look at that, like a grey alien. That one, little round head, two eyes, tiny withered arms and a little waist. Now, for once, you genuinely fascinated me. Oh, my. Look at this one. Wait, don't touch him. Hello, Mike. This is your destiny. Ask me what my name is. No, no I'm not going to ask you what his name is. Zeton 400. I've come from that triangular spaceship. <sighs> Welcome to your destiny. See, look at that. Right. I mean, there's modern stuff, right? You can see where people have carved in, like, initials and bits and bobs. But th those oval faces and those eyes, yeah. they look really, really old. That's really, really old. I'm talking sort of 87. Mate, that's rock. That's rock that's been weathered. 1950s? No, you're talking about hundreds of, maybe even thousands of years old. Not, maybe not an alien face, but you know the Green Man? Like the Celtic myth of the Green Man? Yeah. That sort of weird, very primitive face that's been carved into these rocks. Oh, wow, look at this. This stone here, untouched by the moss like the rest, like it's been rubbed by a million hands of visitors throughout time. I'd give that a rub. Not just visitors of this planet, Mike. Why do you have to go about aliens now? Of distant galaxies. We've travelled over 180 miles to get Sure, 180 miles? Yeah. Distance is unbelievable to you and me. How far away is London? 118 miles. Well, actually, you're not far off there, yeah. So, well, I found out more weird. I thought you were going to say, like, two miles. In fact, you know that London's 118 miles. Mm -hmm. And you think these visitors from another galaxy have come from 180 miles? Over 180 miles. So, so more than 60 miles further away than London? Possibly, yes. Rickmansworth or somewhere like that. That's not another galaxy, is it? Or is it? No. These are the questions that will remain unanswered. I can answer them for you right now. No. Many say no, others say yes. But all I think we can no, agree on... everyone else says no, you say yes. And this is where we start our new life. The house of yes-no. The ancient sayings, and lo unto them as birds did stop singing and water did hold still, and unto them a craft was seen. What? In the ancient sayings. Where, where did you read that? Unto them the silence did fall and the craft was found. We give up the old world and you and me, we stay here and we become guardians of this. And we wait until the triangle returns. I'm going home, mate. This is your home now, Mike. Until that time, we take all our clothes off um, well. and we make a simple basic outfit of mud and leaves and so as the triangle floats in the sky and as the faces are etched oh, in the rock, we will become topless leaders of our forest kingdom. For this... The house of yes, no? Yes. No. The house of yes, no. For this is our life now. You're an absolute burke. Who's going to take their trousers off first? 
Look, up there in the sky, it's the Unexplainers, and it's a zipline creative production for BBC Radio Wales. Head to the hills! The Unexplainers Extra! Stop, don't go anywhere, because The Unexplainers is coming to British television. Yes, our first episode of the brand new Unexplainers TV series airs at 10pm on March 25th on BBC Two Wales and will be available all over the UK immediately afterwards through the BBC iPlayer. Want to know more? Stay in touch online via at The Unexplainers on Twitter and Facebook. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all that good stuff. I love you. Goodbye. Right, John, let's do a trailer, come on. Okay, here we go. The Demon Seed is happening. It's now, it's here. It's about to open your mind to a whole new world of paranormal existence, mysteries, intrigue. Yeah. Well, it's just that. It's, it's yeah. things that, you know, it's you talking about things that can't be explained. Yeah. And then me, me explaining them. Unlike any other show that's been done, especially mm-hmm. between the two of us ever. Oh, yeah, nothing like anything we've done previously. If you want to waste half an hour, then just just, just click the link that will take you to this thing. And it, and it might be longer than that. Yeah. And, and it might be shorter than that. Yeah. But it'll, be, it'll be around that, that length of time. I've got it. I've got it. Go on. I haven't got much on. Listen to the Demon Seed. Yeah. And that's it. That's Walk it. in the dog. Listen, listen to, the to the Demon Seed. seed. And we can do it together. Yeah, yeah. So. Walk in the dog. Listen, listen to, to the Demon Seed. Listen to the Demon Seed. Washing up. There we go. Listen, listen to the to demon, demon seed. seed. Paint in the wall. Listen, to, listen. To the demon seed. Seed. Um, I haven't. Got, I don't know many people. Listen to the listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, don't don't like mixing. I want to stay in tonight. Listen to the, listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, you've been no, kicked uh, up by your missus because she yeah. found out you've been fiddling with next door. Uh, you live sleeping the in the car. Yeah. Listen, listen to the demon to seed. The seed. Um, uh, had a power cut and I haven't got anything to do. Listen. But your yeah. earbuds still work because your phone yeah. was charged up. Yes. Listen yes. to the demon Listen seed. Listen to the demon seed. Um, car broken down on the side of a motorway. Listen. L- no, no, no. Be careful with that. Okay. Because you've got to be aware of traffic and stuff. All right, how about this? How about this? Car broken down on the side of the motorway. Safely gone behind the barrier on the hard shoulder away from the car and called the authorities. And then. Listen. Listen to the demon to seed. The demon seed. Yeah. That is a good Cross, trailer. Crossing the road. Don't listen to the demon. Press pause. Yeah. Cross get the road the safely. Side. Yeah, get to the other side. And Run then... Run the pavement again. Listen to the demon seed. The demon seed, yeah. Um, what other things are Go there? on an hour-long walk. Listen to the demon, demon seed. But then the last sort of 15 minutes plus... Just listen just to bird song. To nature. Listen to, yeah, just listen to bird song. You miss out a lot sometimes by, by having headphones on. You miss out yeah. a lot. Worried about being asked for spare change by... Homeless people. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Yeah. Or pretend. Uh, just just pretend. Listen to the demon seed. Yeah. Classic. On a train, uh, looking out the window. Yeah. Listen to the. In, in a quiet carriage, seat. make sure it's very quiet. Yeah. You don't want none of this. Although we haven't got any drummer bass in the demon seed. No, we can. I can get some in. I'm working on a track at the moment, actually. Well, don't because it'll. Yeah. That's true. Might ruin it. Trains in it. Okay. All right. Well, I think we've given them a good, a pretty, pretty good roundup of what to, how to use. Well, producer reset a punchy fifteen seconds. So that that's, that should nail it. That's right in there. That is top of the charts. That was, See, that was perfect. Well done. Brilliant. 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 Uh, thanks, Reese. No problem. Producer Reese, there. I like the way the standards are so low. That was. If you if you producer Reese, you know, listen to the demon seat. You'll have to because he's doing the edit. Yeah.